0: Hi, it's Charlie here from Bills from Afar. Uh, we've got a special guest for us this week. Given it's a bye week, we thought we'd uh, bring somebody on to talk about the next game, the Packers game. Um, so I've invited one of my uh, my good friends, Meg Bowen, to come and talk. Meg's one of the people that I enjoy talking NFL with the most and is a long-term Packers fan. Uh, so she's going to share her thoughts and uh, on how the Packers are shaping up this, uh, this season and uh, what to expect uh, come Sunday. So welcome Meg. Um, delighted to have you on. Um, as I said in my intro, you're one of my favourite people to talk NFL with and about. Um, we've obviously got this big game coming up between the Packers and the Bills, uh, so really pleased that you could make it on. Um, maybe for the people that uh, you know don't know, you could tell us a little bit about how you became a Packers fan a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes, thanks Charlie and thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. But um, yeah, so... I became a Packers fan. It's it's essentially a twofold story that kind of interlinks nicely at the, the end. And um, so, in I took PE in college, and essentially, that during that during that module, we had to learn about the history of the four American sports. So, NFL was one of the topics we covered. During that, uh, the PE teacher was covering about the Lombardi ethic, and so the Lombardi ethic is essentially win at all costs. So, the Packers were literally the first. NFL team I'd heard about outside of the Dolphins so when I got home um, and my brother was home from uni at the time um, he basically said to me that he was getting into watching the Patriots he's watch, watched the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl that's where he started supporting the Patriots my sister-in-law his wife um, got him into that as an Eagles fan so I asked him at the time during a conversation that I'd had this lesson and I'd been learning about the NFL and what, what was his thoughts of the Packers. And as a Patriots fan, he essentially said, the rubbish. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I um, I thought, well, there we go. that That's all I need from my brother. There's something to wind him up, hopefully, about down the line. So the first game I watched was actually the 2009 wildcard game against the Cardinals. So all the games to watch, I think it pretty much had everything. The Packers were getting beat, double, you know, double scores down at points. And I just thought, I'm going to watch this. There's this saying as well when um, for the English football team, we both support of typical city, that feeling of, you know, you you losing in a winnable situation. Yeah. So watch this game and you know never watch it, not had a clue of what was going on and learning stuff as you were going on and going through that whole roller coaster of a game where they started to come back. They did come back and then yeah, pretty much in overtime, learnt about the heartbreak of overtime, which has been repeated a few times <laughs> now in the last sort of 12, 13 years of following the Packers. So yeah, that's pretty much how I how I got into them. I was hooked ever since that game watching Obviously, the comeback and, and you know, our quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, what can you say about him?
0: Well, there's lots of people, lots, lots of people have lots of things to say about Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, so you had a bit of a lucky escape that you didn't go with your brother's team and, and follow the Packers. I think that's, uh, you know, a blessing, a blessing for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I remember when I first got into it it's not the easiest sport to kind of, you know, understand when you're just watching on the face of it. Did, you know, as part of your studies, did you learn about the rules or did your brother explain to you, how did you manage to kind of absorb what was actually going on? Because it's complicated, isn't it?
1: I think because that time I was at uni, um, you know, my you only learn things by sort of watching the games yourself and then looking at all the the content that's out there on the mm-hmm. NFL and listening to a lot of the the, the the journalists and the like around the podcasts and and stuff yeah. like that um
0: you know very fortunate the media coverage is incredible isn't it and i think it caters yeah. for people with really different levels of knowledge so if you just are a passing fan there's something for you but if you want to really get into it there's a lot of a lot of content there for you
1: i mean i think as well as uk fans we're, we're quite lucky in the last sort of five or so years it's really come on um, as a game over here in terms of just accessibility and and content as well. Um, even if you even the staff things, like you look at the NFL Europe store in the early days and they would only just literally have one probably player's jersey of your team. Yep. Um, my sister-in-law used to go spare that there was barely anything that the you could buy for the Eagles, but you know, since they won the Super Bowl, that sort of picked up and yeah, the store now you can get so much merchandise. So it's it's nice to see um the game has has come on leaps and bounds over here.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yes. And uh, being a Bills fan, I can empathize, you know, getting access to Bills gear was always a path a challenge because we're just not one of the most avoid teams at all. Although apparently Josh Allen's jersey now is one of the more popular ones to buy, which, you know, I guess is not super surprising, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I have complete empathy for that. So, um, you know, you're a, you know, alongside a Packers fan in, in your, your, your hardcore as well. I mean, you've actually been out to Wisconsin to what, to, to Lambo to see them. And I, I feel like, a trip to Lambeau is fairly similar to the way that we as Bills fans would see a trip to Orchard Park. It's a sort of mythical experience almost. Uh, what was it like going out to Wisconsin and, and going to see them in person?
1: Yeah, so again, I don't have picked my games and my first time to go to Lambeau. So, you know, years of waiting for the Packers to come over to the UK pretty much drew the line that we might not come across for a while. So in the 2018 season when we were playing um pretty badly um Aaron Rodgers got injured in the first game against the Bears and he had this miraculous comeback to watch it on you know the first game of the season he gets off on a cat at half time um you know he comes back and he, he, he wins the game but all throughout that season the Packers struggled so the actual first game that I went to was the the first game that was coached by Joe Philbin. So oh, I'd wow. always wanted to be coached by Mike McCarthy because he'd won us the Super Bowl. But he, he literally got fired the game before um, where we played a Cardinals team that had won, I think, twice. <laughs> um, wow. And it was, it was December. And that was the game I actually was thinking about going to. But I thought, I'll go to the, the Falcons game, which was the week after two back-to-back home games. Um, And yeah, because we'd lost badly against the Cardinals, which essentially ruled us out of any sort of playoff, you know, getting to the playoff as a miracle. um, I um, was starting to panic directly after we'd lost that game that I'm not going to see Aaron Rodgers play because they're going to shut him down with these two bad injuries. I think he had a sprained knee, had a partially, you know, broken leg and stuff (laughs) like that. (laughs) I main panic as someone that was obviously a big Packers fan and a big Rogers fan was never seen in play as your first game. So I'd panicked directly after the Cardinals game, but yeah, I went to watch us play the Falcons um, and yeah, first game for Joe Philbin and yeah, it actually had for your first game had everything. Um, obviously the stadium itself is iconic. It's the, the Green Bay as a city is a place that you can't describe unless you go to see like, 100,000 population and an 81,000 stadium. <laughs> I mean, it's really
0: Wisconsin's uh, team, isn't it? I mean, we have the yeah, same... Uh- it, it is. It pulls people from all over. I mean, as Bills fans, we see the same people from Rochester and Syracuse, people drive down from Toronto. I don't know, so 15 20% of Bills season ticket holders are Canadian. And you're sort of pulling for this massive geographical region, which is quite different to our football here, isn't it? Where like you're actually pulling for a very small area normally. Uh, cool. But yeah, I've spent a little time in Wisconsin and everybody seems to be a pack of season ticket holder somehow. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think the average waiting list is like 40 odd years or something crazy like that. That's and I know insane. that when you know tourists go over, such as myself, you, you can sign up to the waiting list just as a thing to say you've done. But right. um, the experience itself was incredible just because of the nerves the week before of, you know, not not seeing us play very well but the game itself as i said had everything it had a pick six it had um rogers breaking i think the interception um passes without an interception streak um and yeah we we blew away the falcons so it was just it's just what i wanted um a win to see lambo you know going on my own that that nerves around going on my own and you know the just talking to the people the people were so nice like taxi driver um was just surprised that I'd come on my own as a female so he's like stop the meter when he took me to Lambo and he wow. said I'll drive around and so he gave me a bit of a history lesson and that was that was nice and pe- you know just meeting people in the bar and talking to them there was a bloke because it, it was like minus nine on game day there was this gent <laughs> in who worked in the, the store in the concourse who again just being on my own and freezing cold and I'd left I'd made the bad mistake of leaving my foot heaters at the hotel so I bought something they had them readily available at the campus. so bought them um and this this gent was like uh, opening the door for me but he was like oh do you do you want to put them on and i was like yeah and i was like on my own And he's like just just sit down and put these on and take this seat and you you're more than welcome to sit here and get warm and i was like oh thank you very much but yeah, the people themselves are just a lovely bunch lovely yeah. bunch of people couldn't it, have it, asked for a better better game
0: it seems to be that is an nfl thing maybe with the exception of philadelphia um but you know you do find that but certainly, these northern cities of, you know, I think Chicago is a little bit like that. Certainly, Buffalo, maybe Detroit. You know, it seems to be the sort of community spirit around the game, and people really welcoming, especially if you're traveling from a from a distance. And often they're quite surprised that you come all the way from the UK to, to come and see the game, aren't they? Um yeah, they- yeah. So we've had a couple of seasons of this where Rogers, what was he going to do? Was he going to extend his contract? And um then obviously you came into to this season um selling your, your star wide receiver, or trading your star wide receiver rather. Um what were you expecting for the start of, of this season, this upcoming season? You know, a bit more a bit more uh, solidity with there with knowing that Rogers are gonna be there, but but obviously not perhaps the roster that he was hoping for.
1: No, you're right, Charlie. So I was hoping, I mean, big Devontae Adams fan, such a such a formidable wide receiver. In my opinion, he's 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 the best in the league. Um and I know in the early days of him there was a lot of heat on him because they thought he might be a bit dropsy. <laughs> so he's somebody that works hard and he was just such an actual talent to have on your team that you know just without his presence, there's gonna be a, a big, there's gonna be a big miss there. Um And that is a lot of pressure to put on, you know, young, young wide receivers that we've got just coming through. um, You know, like we just drafted Watson and we drafted Dobbs and that's a lot of pressure to have on those. Mm -hmm. We've had we've got injuries in terms of, you know, Watson again. Um, We've got Sammy Watkins um, as a, you know, just somebody we brought in for that bit of experience to help out. The younger talent, um, yeah. obviously, I can't say enough about Cobb as well. It's unfortunate that he's got a, an ankle area, although good that it's not season ending as, you know, when yeah. he was took off on the cart, you probably thought that might be him done. But, it, you know, there's hope that he's going to come back down the stretch. So, the, yeah, the expectations are, for me, when you have Aaron Rodgers, you've always going to expect a lot because he expects that of himself and the team. um but certainly, you know, I didn't think we were going to win, you know, the thirteen games that we've have done the last what three three right. seasons. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a tricky one currently. I I didn't expect us to be in this position before this game. I thought we'd be coming into this game with, admittedly, a, a winning record, mm. uh, especially when you look at on paper at the start of the season of the last three games that we've lost. on the bounce, so.
0: Yeah, I think the the Dante Adams thing is fascinating because we saw the reverse of this when we added Stefan Diggs to the roster. We had a good selection of wide receivers, but then once you saw like a a legit... Um, standout top 5'10 wide receiver added to the wide receiver room they take all the double teams and that suddenly opens up everything for everybody else and yeah. although the talent generally m- might be good just having that person who can win you know, in, you know and take away options um, it, it it really does make a big difference for everybody else and so I can I can see this happening in reverse in Green Bay there's obviously talent wide, wide receivers there but now you know obviously pretty beaten up room it's um I think everybody's suffering, really. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what they do in the draft and whether, or whether they do something on the, the trade transfer uh, deadline, whether they, they add somebody to so the rumors or any rumblings, you know, uh, they might add somebody.
1: Yeah, so they, I mean, um, Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show for his Amroj Tuesday um, and was saying that he's in conversations with goods Kunst about... Making some moves, potentially bringing in. There are links to certain players, um, such as I think AJ Green's been mentioned. Mm. And, um, maybe some sort of younger talent, maybe just making some sort of explosive trade. But I'm honestly not sure what what will happen. They are linked, you know. They are rumored on um, the NFL website to be in conversations with. For, for with teams for uh wide receivers, yeah. it'll be interesting to see because, like you said, when you have a, a, a brilliant wide receiver, you've got as you say, Diggs, we had Devontae Adams, they can be double, triple coverage, and, and they it's still make plays, crazy. don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. They even the make plays that they're covered, or that you know, like yeah. you said, the, the field opens up for the others to make plays yeah. and it, it relieves that sort of pressure. So, I have been on the, the a, 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 few ends of pain with Stefan Diggs when he used to play for the Vikings I know that he normally does have a a brilliant game against us, so it's just he's, another big one. He's
0: just getting even better as well, I mean, last season he seemed to be, yeah, he's always been, been really good, but now he seems to have had this a bit more aggression to his game, you know, he's, he's trying to fight for more yards after catch, he puts his shoulder down, he, he makes more more from every play, and um, he's a real leader for the Bills now, it's been great to see how he's developed, and yeah, phenomenal wide receiver, obviously you were probably happy to be, have him out of your division. Um, now you and I saw the Packers early this season, we saw them play against uh, the Giants at Spurs Stadium, it felt certainly from that first half, I remember uh, saying to you, this looks like a game that the Packers have got comfortably as long as they don't mess it up and and obviously we, we know what happened, the Giants came back and, and won the game um, what do you think are the core issues that the Packers are, are facing? I mean obviously we talked about the wide receiver room, do you see other problems that where the Packers are sort of not performing to the same levels that they have been?
1: Um. Last season, we had big issues with special teams. Right. And I remember, I I can't remember which game it was, but I sent you a text after one of our games where I just met, I think it was around October, November time last year, and I I said something along the lines that the special teams are going to cost us big one day. And of all, all the games where it did, it was the playoffs. And, you, yeah. you know, you can't make, have any mistakes in the playoffs. So I know we're still struggling with special teams. There's been a lot of heat on Amari Rogers in terms of some of the muff punts and um, the fumbles that we've had there. You know, we're not we're not a complete all round team like you could argue the Bills are. Mm. Um, we might have had that a couple of seasons ago where we've had the number one seed and we should I think arguably we've had our best chance of getting to the Super Bowl when we had um, the books in the um, championship game. So, you know, the the run D as well isn't as great, but the passing D is okay. pretty good. Yeah. it's it's majorly improved. Again, the injury report has report has some concerns. There, we've got um, Rashawn Gary, who's been phenomenal this season. He's going through concussion protocol. I saw yesterday he didn't participate. Um, you know the wide receiver room. We've got Alan Lazard has done his shoulder again. He wasn't um, participating in practice yesterday. Watson Watkins limited. Um, Rogers obviously is dealing with a thumb issue. Yeah. Um, and that does that does look to be impacting us a bit. There's some throws that you again the, the expectations of watching him over so many years now are that high.
0: You can tell when he's, when he's not playing right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But I know that he's somebody that all. You know you, you, you can pull things out of the hat, that's just part of who he is. Um, any,
0: any chance Bakhtiari will be back?
1: Bakhtiari, again, from Pat McAfee's show yesterday, Rogers is hoping that he will be back. He, he was listed as limited yesterday. He's just a phenomenal left tackle for his size. Um, yeah. you know, it, it again, another big, big loss for us was when he had the injury I think it was in the last week of the season where we'd got locked up the number one seed he'd just signed a a bumper contract um, and he just had some sort of freak injury and ever since then he's been battling to to come back and play for us he's he's played a few times this season but this knee injury keeps flaring up and you just want him as somebody that watched him for years now you just want him to be out there because He's just a phenomenal player um, and somebody that Rogers really counts on for protection. And again, our O line this season hasn't been as good as it has been at keeping Rogers clean from sacks. Last mm. e- uh, last week it was a slightly better. He had one sack, I believe. And you know, the protection was there, but they're just sort of having to shift pieces down the down the the whole line for, for games. And it's it's not great because yeah, with Bakhtiari just going out the very last sort of minute before the game. Um, yeah, it's just, there's a lot of moving parts yeah. that impact
0: at the minute. And certainly the bits and pieces I've seen of the Packers, it seems there's this combination of issues. Obviously, the wide receiver room is relatively inexperienced and beat up. And then you've got an offensive line, which is not quite what it, what it should be. And then you've got Rogers' injury. That combination is, is difficult, isn't it, in terms of uh, really being what you want to be on offense. So I don't know how much you've seen about the Bills this year, but are there any sort of areas you think maybe the, Bill, that, the Packers might be able to exploit? Are there anything that you're um, particularly concerned about from Packers' perspective going into this game?
1: Um, well, where do you start with the Bills, really? <laughs> <laughs> number one defense, number one offense, I think. We, we're um, not
0: used to this, by the way. This is very, we're, we're perennial underdogs. It feels weird, weird people sort of saying nice things about the Bills.
1: I have seen. Um, Tredavious White has been ruled out already for the game. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, he, he definitely won't play. He's not off the injury report yet. I mean, we've had to kind of platoon at, at, at cornerback. Uh, we've got a lot of young guys who actually have done okay, but I think that's been partly because we've had a really good pass rush, um, you know, with Von Miller coming in, Gregory Rousseau taking that step, our first-round pick from last year. It seems that, you know, we've been giving quarterbacks less time, and that's, you know, I think covering up for a few weaknesses in the secondary.
1: Yeah, I think oh, on on paper this game is an, an immense prospect <laughs> um, to try to try and get over. Um, like I said, the, the stats for the Bills this season have been incredible. You've got a, a you know a, a franchise quarterback in Josh Allen. You've got Stefan Diggs um, on UD. You, like you said, you've got Von Miller, uh, Matt Milano, and I know you've had some early injuries as well. Mike Hyde, your former Packers, got a lot of time for him.
0: We miss Mike Hyde. Yeah, out for the season. Uh, I've got his jerseys. big, well, one of my favourite players ever, honestly, Mike Hyde. I think he's one of the most underrated uh, safeties in the league.
1: I I loved Mike Hyde when he played for the Packers. I think it was a big, big mistake, probably letting him go, because I think you let him go around the same time we had Morgan Burnett as well, and those two together. Um, Just just a big loss i think so yeah it's it's on paper it's going to be a challenge even just looking at the packers dope sheet the stats were that the packers have actually never worn away at the bills no
0: <laughs> we don't play that often to be fair but yeah it's, <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a mad start. Uh,
1: there's also that in the in the in the matchup since I know there's not been a lot of games, but since 1994, they've been alternating wins. So the Packers actually won the last matchup. So again, way looking at, looking at that. Um, But, you know, you you have to hold out, uh, you know, hope as a Packers fan, there's been a lot of, you know, negative press the last couple of weeks, probably ever since, as you say, the London game, it's, it's not been plain sailing. Um, but I've, you know, over the last thirteen years, I've I've seen enough to to just not completely dismiss us. Yeah. Even when the chips are down, you know, you've got all these things that Packers fans like to to go back to, like the relaxed quote from Rodgers, the run the table quote. Um. You know, there, there was a time when I think we went to away to a Texans who hadn't lost, um, and the Packers form going into that wasn't great at all um and they actually I think they blew them out um and you know we went to the 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 five and oh was it Cardinals away last season and um had a load of injuries I don't think Devontae Adams played that game and won a won a tight game there I know that you know, they, they keep looking on Rogers for these quotes like run the table and relax. And I a, a note that you mentioned cracking the whip a couple of times on the McCaffrey show. So <laughs> that might be something to just, just try trying everything,
0: trying everything to get him fired up that's yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: I think you're right. I think on paper, from a statistics perspective, I mean, the Bills are sort of 10.5 point favourites, which is hard to believe that Rogers has ever been 10.5 points. Um, dog in any game, but any team with with Rogers in, you can't count them out. Um I mean certainly coming into the season, you know, Bills fans are thinking, well, this is going to be a monster game. It's Sunday Night Football. It's um you know, Bills and Packers are two probably the best teams in the league. I mean, I think the good news for the Packers is the NFC is is there's really only the the uh, the Eagles that have stood out so far. Um and even there, I'm not totally convinced that you know when the, if they were playing the big guns of perhaps the the Bills and the Chiefs, they would be able to stand up. But um, yeah, I think it's still very much open, and there's still time. You know, now 17 game season, you know, we've still got a lot of games left. Um, so hopefully,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: there's time for you to to recover a little bit, and you know and the Vikings you can never you can never depend on. <laughs> so there's still maybe a, a really good playoff spot for you there if uh, things can turn around. So any any final predictions? Have you got any bets on or anything like that? Or would you would you ever put money on the Packers?
1: Uh, well, I'm, I might Not be in, in a one. casino in London after the game on. Uh, <laughs> um, after so you're the, able to help the, yourself,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I know we're going to meet for a. A, a drink just before the, the Broncos-Jags game in London, which will yep. be nice, just to just to say hello and you know wish wish you all the best for the game. Obviously, we we need to win this, um, but on paper it, it's going to be a challenge.
0: Yeah.
1: But like I said, on the other hand, I cannot rule out Rogers in any sort of situation. It's it would be remiss of me to. What about you?
0: well i mean i mean I've, i put a small bet on the, the bills beating the spread um the bills coming off a bye have an incredible record under McDermott. i don't think we've lost a game coming off a bye so he seems to have them really well focused sorry sorry to make you feel worse but, uh, but the game, yeah the game's not played on paper and as i said i've this is the same team that lost to the jags uh what was it 6 to 3 last year um which nobody saw coming it feels like a bit of a trap game um coming off a bye, you know, people just thinking about other teams. And I don't know, I'm never, you know, similar to you, given the fact we support the same same football team, the other uh, English football team, I'm never confident um, until I sort of see us really rolling. Um, so I like to see the first touchdown on the ground. I like to, to see us click and see Josh Allen in, in a good, you know, good frame of mind, and then I feel better about it. But until that point, I'll never... I'll never feel super confident, but yeah, on paper, it feels like a comfortable Bills win, but you just never know, especially not with the NFL.
1: Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Thanks ever so much, Meg, for coming on. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah. I look forward to having a beer on Sunday um, around the, um, the Jags and and Broncos game. Hopefully that game is not a Turkey that it looks like on paper. (laughs) (laughs) We can actually have some, some enjoyment from that. Uh, Hopefully we can have you uh, come on again sometime.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Charlie. And it's been a pleasure. And yeah, all the best for Sunday. But I hope, I really hope that the Packers have got got to win this one.
0: Thanks very much.